Wake up, America. God is with you, and He goes ahead of you. Maybe you think that you are alone. Maybe you think that there is no one with you, but God is with you. No, you are not alone. God is with you. Are you ready to fill your soul with the sustenance it needs? Look no further. Bishop Joshua Fonseca's Soul Food Podcast. You can listen anytime to these engaging messages of faith. From testimonies and real life stories to musical entertainment, is here to satisfy your spiritual hunger. Tune in today for a journey of hope, strength, and truth, and be uplifted with each episode wherever you are. Don't let your soul go hungry. It's time for some soul food. Hi there. Today I have a message from God to you. Are you ready? Let us read what the scripture says. Be strong and of good courage. Good courage. Do not fear nor be afraid of them. Of them who? Of the problems that you have in your life. Of the problems that you are facing in life. Do not be afraid of them. Be strong and at good courage. Don't be afraid of them. Let us keep reading. Let us go. For the Lord your God, He is the one who goes with you. Once God goes with you, you can make it. He will not leave you, nor forsake you. If you think that God will forget you, that God will forsake you, He never forsakes you. He never leaves you. Look at me here, please. He goes ahead of you. He is the one that blesses you. He keeps you. He has your back. Maybe you are there crying and claiming and say, God does not look at me. You look to the right, left, you see no answer. Nobody's there for you. He said, do not be afraid. Be strong of a good courage because I am with you. I will not leave you nor forsake you. This is the message God brought to you today. Always remember, when you have to go to a meeting, when you have to go and do something, remember, the Lord is with you. He has not left you. Just believe because you are going to make it. Maybe you need to rename your storm. You know yeah, you need sucks. to change, that you need to do what's right. But, this is going to be but you can't stop craving the pleasures of this world. You wish you could resist them. But your old life keeps influencing your actions and decisions. You go to church, but you just can't let go of the drugs, the parties, the bad friends, and the hatred towards your family. It's like you're split into two personalities, in two different wills. One that wants God, and another one that is constantly hungry for evil. You feel guilty and hopeless. How can such a wretched person ever get free? It's as if you never read the Bible, like you were never baptized, or had ever told God that you loved Him. Your inner anguish is the misery and sicknesses of your soul. But Jesus understands all your anguish, 
and has his perfect solution. He states in John 8.36, So if the Son sets you free, you will be free indeed. You cannot fight this evil on your own. No matter how strong the cravings and urges of your old life are, His authority has already defeated them on the cross. Learn to use His weapons of faith today so that you can become free indeed. Oh, it hurts the most Cause I don't know the cause Maybe I shouldn't have cried When you left and told me not to I feel like no one loves me. Never want me. It's always been me. I always feel like my voice isn't heard. I feel like I'm drowning and no one can help me. Is life worth living? But now, if you suffer from paranormal activities, you are not going crazy. No, you are not going crazy. Something is going on. You are in a spiritual warfare. You are under spiritual attacks. If you need help, we are here for you. You can call us. You can count on us. The helpline is available. You are not going to leave a message. We have men, women of God to take your call. Give us a call today at one 888 332-4141. Our helpline is available 24 hours a day for you to receive one-on-one counseling and prayer. Don't let your soul go hungry. It's time for some soul food. By my side, I have Saladin. How are you? Good, Bishop. Saladin was not supposed to be alive anymore. Am I right? Not at all. You're supposed to be dead. Yes, sir. Why? Because I lived the life in the streets and in, in gangs, and um, people were trying to kill me, looking for me, and everything like that. How many times you you found yourself at the edge of death? A few times. A few times. More than once. More than once. What was the worst one that you said? Now my life is taken. Uh, it was one time when a um, guy stood right over me with the gun. Um, he shot the first shot, but the um, gun jammed. And the, the bullet, the, the first shot shot, but the um, bullet missed me, and then the gun jammed the rest of the way. And that's how I got up and I ran. So you ran for your life. Yes, sir. So that was one of the many times you almost died. Mm-hmm. How was the fast, so-called fast life? Uh, it was very scary, very um, dangerous. I remember um, being in the streets. I had to always look over my shoulder all the time. But you thought you were the guy. Of course. You were the survivor. You were uh, the seller or the buyer, drugs. How did it go? Well, I was the um, seller. Seller. Yes, sir. Sold drugs. Um, did all that. We robbed stores. We, we did everything. Everything imaginable in the streets. Any problem with the law? Any arrest? Yes, I've been arrested a few times. I went to jail for a home invasion. Um, got caught with a gun before when I was 16. Yes. Stay tuned to listen to the rest of Saladin's story. After a couple of years of dating, my parents decided to get married. And when my mom got pregnant with me, they were beyond happy. I was my mother's biggest blessing. 
and she gave me every single thing I wanted. You could say I was her little prince. But as the years went by, my dad started distancing himself from my mother. He cheated on her, and he left us alone. At home, life wasn't easy because my dad was heavily addicted to cocaine. And now him leaving us, well, it made things even worse. I began to hate him, and I started to wish that he was dead. But immediately, without noticing, when I became a teenager, I started to follow his exact same footsteps. I began to use and sell drugs, and I ended up in prison. Yes, I'm right now here in my cell, facing these interior problems that don't leave me alone. Suicidal thoughts, depression, anxiety, and to be completely honest, sometimes I wish I didn't wake up. What about the family? Because no mother is proud to have a son like this. On the gang, on the streets, in jail, on drugs. How, how was the family, the environment? Oh, the environment was scary. The um, family, it, it, it was scary. My mom recently just told me, um, she said, um, I, now I know that you're safe and I know where you're at. I remember when um, you was out there in the streets, I was scared I was going to get that phone call that she was dead one day. She, she, she recently told me this probably like a year ago. So the home was broken. The home was scary. How did you find out about the Universal Church? Um, my daughter was going to the church. Her grandmother was, was going to the church and my daughter was going. And then one day we was talking about God and she said, she said something about the church. I said, oh, you go to church? And she said, yes, yeah, you go to the church. And I said, I got to come check the church out. How many children do you have? I have three. Three kids? Yes, sir. And this daughter of yours going to church with the grandma? Yes, sir. So, and where is the grandmother? The grandmother's right next to me. <laughs> She's right here. She's the grandmother. You can give her the mic. Mrs. Marver. Yes, sir. How are you? I'm in faith. I'm good. In faith and yes. good. Yes. So you brought his daughter, your granddaughter, yes. to the church. I brought her to the church. Right. Yes. And let me ask you, Mrs. Marver. Yes. Uh, did you know about what's your granddaughter's Sh name? Chanel. Chanel. Yes. Do you know the life of Chanel's father? Yes, I knew. What he say here is true. Yes, it's true. You knew about his life? Not too much, but I knew that he was... You, you knew some pieces? Some pieces, yes. So, my friend, you never told her the truth. <laughs> who, <laughs> who you really were. <laughs> yeah. So, you had a daughter with her daughter, and she did not know all about you. But one day, you brought your granddaughter to the church, to yes. this ministry. Yes, I did. Mm -hmm. And through her, Saladin came. Yes, he came. She, she wanted to change her life. So um, she came the same day. And, um, and from then, she's, on, she's here. So, thank you, Miss Mother. So, Saladin, your daughter brought you to the church. How long have you been with us? Uh, I've been coming to the church now for um, three years. Three years. Let me tell you out there something. In this ministry, we do not judge anybody. Come as you are. You are a drug dealer or a seller or a buyer. You are a pimp or a prostitute. Whether you are homosexual, lesbian, a killer, ex-con, or you are in prison right now, I say to you, come as you are. Because the door of this ministry is open for you anymore. Nobody will ever judge you. 
Saladin, three years in the church. Tell me now about the changes. Oh, well, everything is good. You know, I have the Holy Spirit. Um, I sleep well. You know, God has provided me with a, a, a business of my own. I didn't ever have that. You know, I'm, I'm doing things that I never thought I can do before, which is home improvement. And it's like I had a hidden talent, and I thank God for that. So you used to invade homes? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Now I'm building. I'm helping them build you the homes. You are building, help them to build the homes. Yes, sir. So, of course, you are free from drugs. Mm -hmm. No drugs, no nothing. Street no life. Do you? How old are you? Um. 43. You forgot your age, Almost, my friend. I was about to say 34. <laughs> <laughs> you wish. <laughs> Saladin, let me ask you, do you miss that life? Not at all. Like I told God all the, thing, all the time, I would never change where I'm at for nothing in the world. Nothing. Wow. So you said you received the Holy Spirit. Yes, sir. When you receive the Spirit of God, you don't go back. There is no going back. You all. don't miss that life. Not at all. Uh, there is no relapse. Nope. So change, man. I transformed the life. I was raised in the streets, you heard? Would the church accept me? Yeah, we started out with a cigarette, and then I was introduced to smoking off the crack pipe. And that's how I learned how to sell drugs. I've invested many years in my education, and yet I'm still depressed. How can this church help me? I couldn't sleep. I also had the problem of sleep paralysis. Complete hell in my life. I'm poor. I don't have no money to throw for collection. Can I come to the church? We were living in poverty. Didn't have anything to eat many times. We were living in the basement with rats. But I already have money. All I need is peace. It was after we got married, that treated me bad. I even thought one time of killing him while he was asleep. I would love to come, but no church would accept my sexual orientation. I noticed that I was not attracted to girls. Since I was 15, I um, lived in a life of prostitution. Is this church for whites, blacks, or Hispanics? I'm just going to have as much sex as I want and be with whoever and get AIDS and die. I used to be addicted to weed, cigarettes, gambling, and I also had eight strokes. I started working two jobs. It wasn't enough money. Back then, I was only the minimum wage. Doesn't matter the problem you're facing or how difficult it may be. I had to give it up. I had to I say, Lord, I'm, I'm done. I don't have depression. My sleep paralysis is gone. I have also been able to close on a house, on a five-bedroom house. Come. He became so nice. I even told him, you know, Manny, I think I'm falling in love with you again. I don't live a life of homosexuality anymore that I never thought I would be so happy. I've been free for 17 years now. It's beyond a miracle. As you are. It was a strong addiction, and it just went away. Now I have two business. Two business. I have employees, and I make more. God has given me the victory. The podcast is almost over. Don't stop listening. Share soul food with a friend or family member. Everybody knows you as a great person, full of moral character and willpower. However, there is one thing you just can't seem to overcome. It has become increasingly stronger than you, and although you hate that fact, you are helpless to your addiction and you feel ashamed. That's how Priscilla felt when she came to us. She was addicted to cocaine for 30 years. 
I was struggling with crack cocaine for 30 years. I used to um, shoplift, prostitute, and all that stuff. All this is stuff, all for drugs. All for drugs. Now you are out of prostitution, out of drugs. Yes. You have peace. I have Now you're working. Now I'm working. Are you happy? I'm very happy. Evelyn was addicted to alcohol for over 20 years. I've been drinking for over 20 something years. By drinking the blessed water and praying and using my faith and stuff, I didn't know when I stopped drinking. And Victoria was addicted to ecstasy, cocaine, marijuana, and cigarettes. I was addicted to uh, ecstasy, cocaine, marijuana, and cigarettes, and I used to drink alcohol. Now I don't do anything. These are some of the many people who became free from addictions. We will fight for you in prayers. In the name of Jesus Christ, I stand now against this addiction. Crack, cocaine, weed, cigarette, alcohol, gambling, prostitution, painkillers. I rebuke all addictions from this life, the cravings, the urges for the substance. Be rebuked right now in the name of Jesus Christ. We will fight for you in prayers. Pick up the phone right now to find our nearest location. My words, that this lady made